You're listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. This is where real faith meets real change. Be sure to listen to us through Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Follow us on your favorite service to get instant notifications when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also check us out on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com to find out more about what PCLV is all about. With that being said, listen up, because here comes the word. Lord, praise, amen. Go ahead and grab your seats this morning. And in honor of what, what I'm going to be doing now, before I minister the word of God, amen. And, and, our, and our, my brother that, that went on to be away, amen, he's not here in the morning. Uh, in our, my corner rooting me off, I'm starting every service. Jesus! Jesus! Hallelujah. We miss you, Brother Dan. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's turn to the book of Romans, chapter 1. Book of Romans, chapter 1, verse 11. I'm going to use this part of the scripture to launch out. Amen. I, I've been really ministering on a, on, a, on a series on discipleship and on the build part. You know, our, our models win, build, serve, and send. That, and, and, but I, I want to focus on the build part. I've been focusing here and there on the build part, and it comes through the way of discipleship. And so I want to use this, this passage of scripture to minister a word unto you. And so in the New King James, Romans chapter 1, verse 11 says this, For I long to see you, that I may impart to you some spiritual gift, so that you may be established. And today I want to minister a message entitled, Receive and Grow. Receive and Grow. Somebody say, Receive. Grow. Receive and Grow. I want to talk about spiritual impartation. Something that we experienced this past weekend, ladies, right? Something, something was transformed. Something was imparted inside of you. And so uh, uh, we, we need to impart what God has given us. How many know that what, what God has given us, we are not to hold on to, but in, to par, in part to somebody. And so to give, Matthew chapter 10, verse 8, NIV says, Jesus said, freely you have received, freely give. Amen. In the book of Romans, chapter 110 of our, our text, amen, Paul's writing to the church in Rome. And, and he says, I, I long to see you. Paul had a desire to be with them. How many, how many have a desire to be here today? Or do you have a desire to stay at home and be in your bed still? Come on, you got to have a desire. There has to be something inside of you. You know, to get up, there, there has to be something that motivates you to say, you know what, I have a desire to be in the house of God. I have a desire to be in his presence. I have a desire to be with my brethren, to be with my, 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 my brothers and sisters. And there has to be a desire in this place. See, desire is a key if you want to receive. Desire is a key if you want to receive. Paul wanted to minister them in order to impart a spiritual gift. The church of Rome lacked a spiritual dimension. They were a very religious church. Until Paul came, they couldn't receive it. They, they, couldn't, they, 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 they didn't have it, amen, until Paul got there. When Paul got there, amen, he desired to be there. He was going to transfer. He was going to freely give them 
what has been imparted to him, to them, that was lacking. There was a spiritual dimension that was lacking in their life, in their church. Why did Paul want to do this? Because the scripture says that I read so they can be established. The NIV says to make you strong. The New Living Translation says to make you, uh, make you grow strong in the Lord. Uh, the Common English Bible says that you may be strengthened. There is a spiritual dimension, church, that cannot be attained uh, or cannot get from books. You cannot get it from CDs, uh, TV, or radio. Someone has to impart what has been imparted to them, amen. Uh, but if you are not around where God is moving, there cannot be any impartation. you got to be where the Spirit's moving. Why? So that you can be established. You can be strong, you can grow strong, and you can be strengthened. And this church will help us to be still. This will help us to be still and then know that God, that, that, that you know what, that, to know that he is God. If you're established and you're strong, you know who your God is. You know that you can be still in God no matter what's hitting your life, amen, but we need to be established. Church, I'm here to give you what I got. I'm here to give you what I got, amen. Somebody say, give it to me. I feel like a little rapture. Give, 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 give. Give me all you got. Uh. Listen, church, listen. Truth, listen. Truth is more caught than taught. Truth is more caught than taught. You see, we can come to church, we are top the word of God, uh, but until you grab it, amen, until you grab a, a hold of it, until you catch it, uh, until you start to live it out, then you will start to grow strong. Uh, then at that time you can be established, amen, at that time you can be strengthened. But you got to catch it. You got to catch it. Come on, you got to be where it's at in order to catch it, church. You can't catch it at home on a, Monday, on a Wednesday night. You can't catch it, amen, on a Sunday morning at home, amen. Uh, come on, we should be in church, amen. Uh, you got to be where it's at, amen. I know that God is everywhere, but the Bible does say, uh, don't forsake the assembly uh, of God's people, amen. Because where there is two or three uh, gathered in his name, God is in the midst, amen. Uh, let me tell you, church, something powerful happens when believers come together. Let me tell you, when you're home alone, guess who you're agreeing with? You, and that, man, you're, all, you're, and you're right, and man, you, come on, you need some people to say, you know what, that's not right. What you're thinking is not right, you know what, you need to be in church. Some of you guys may say, you know what, I, I'm, 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 I'm there, and the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. No, 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 let me tell you, when you're alone, you're not practicing that. We need to be where it's at. You've got to be here in order to catch it. Come on, ladies. You guys got established together, came together, 100 ladies over in this house, amen, and didn't something powerful happen? Come on. Could you have caught that at home, listening on a CD or Facebook? Come on. Let me tell you, there, being here is a different dimension than seeing it. 
And so you got to be where it's at in order to catch it. You got to be where, where God is moving. You got to be there in order to receive something. Paul is talking about a spiritual impartation. Now, see, this is the dynamics of the kingdom of God. Come on, it's just not just talking truths, but seeing truths. Come on, seeing the spiritual impartation, amen, or experiencing God at work through another person. Come on, wasn't that this weekend? Didn't you see God moving, amen, uh, through another person, amen, uh, that prepared uh, for something to be deposited or something to be imparted into your life, amen? Uh, you have to be around in order to catch it. God wants to impart something spiritual in you. Come on, we're not just gathering here, church. We're not just having church, amen. I've come for something. I, I hope that your desire is that you came for something. And not just saying, you know what, we're out at one, we got lunch, amen, and we're done. I did my good deed for the day. Pastor, where's my star? My attendance star. Let me tell you, God is not impressed how faithful you come to church, amen. Now, come on, unless you're doing something with it. Unless you're here and say, man, I want to be part. I, I want something imparted inside of me, amen. It starts with a spiritual impartation. Uh, this is something that you cannot create. You cannot manufacture it, amen. It involves an impartation of, of God working through another person. Otherwise, we're saying, wait for it. Wait for it. Here it comes. Ah, oh, he didn't come. You can't create it. You have to be around it in order to catch it. It's great to have Facebook Live. It's great to have online church. Online church is taking over. No one wants to come to the church because you know why? They don't have to sit with you. <laughs> That's the truth. I don't have to sit next to her or him. I can just be in my house with nobody. Online church, that's not the kingdom of God. Come on, God wants God's people together in the house, amen, coming together, amen, and learning to work things out in the church. This is not your church. And you may love God, and, and I'm not saying you don't love God, but if you don't love people, then I don't know what God you have. Yes. You've got you to be around the church. You've got your, your, you got your own relationship with God. But you've got to be around where you can grow, church. It involves it working through another person. You've you got to be around it to catch it. If someone's sick and you're around that person, guess what? You're getting sick too, right? <laughs> Come on, you got to be around it, amen. If you want some more Jesus, then you got to be around some people that have some Jesus on them, amen. Come on, maybe that some of that Jesus will get on you, amen. Come on, something happens when believers come together with a common thing, amen. Something powerful is released, amen. Something powerful is imparted when you're getting together with the brethren. Remember a couple weeks ago, we went to go have some coffee with our friends, Right? And we didn't know we were going to stay there for three hours or something. I don't know. <laughs> but there was just impartation. That's what was taking place. Impartation, which came with encouragement. 
which came with blessings. And so when you've you got to be around it, it's, you, it's, it that's not going to happen on the phone having coffee. It's not the same thing. I'm not saying that something intimate can't happen there or you can encourage somebody over the phone, but when you're right here, something different, right? You get to smell each other. <laughs> Come on, you, you, you got to understand truth is more caught than taught. You have to be around it, amen, in order to catch it, amen. You got to be around it, amen, in order to affect you, amen. You cannot catch it as a spectator. You got to be a participator. You got to get involved. You got to be in the game. Come on, you cannot catch it on the sidelines. You cannot catch it just warming up a chair and coming to church, amen. Uh, you know what, what the testimonies of here says, I want to get back involved. I, I want to get off my sidelines. I want to get back in the game. Because let me tell you, when the game, you're in the game, it's a lot more funner than sitting on the sidelines. When you're on the sidelines, you're just watching life pass you by. Come on, I'd rather be uh, what, what God is doing. I'd rather be on the field where God is at, amen, than be in the stands out there just watching. Not, we can't come in here to be spectators. We've got to be participators. Can somebody say amen? You see, after the resurrection, Jesus met up with his disciples. In John chapter 20, verse 21 to 22, the New Living Translation puts it like this. Again, he said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. And then he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. There was an impartation that took place right here. When Elijah told Elijah, what can I do for, for you before I'm taking it? Elijah said, you know what, I want a double portion of your anointing. How many want a double portion in this place? Come on, come on. I said, how many want a double portion in this place? Come on, you got to have a desire, man. You can't just say, oh, you know, everybody's raising their hand. I do. No, man, I do. You got, you got to say, you got to have something in your spirit that you're going to push somebody for it. In your spirit. There has to be something inside that says, God, I want it. I, I want some of it. Amen. Sometimes we're, you're, you're sitting in your chair where God's saying, I need you at the altar. Yet we're sitting there saying, God, you come to me. There's no desire there. Let me tell you, you got to be where it's at in order to receive it. You got to be where it's at in order to get an impartation. You got to come with that kind of hunger and that kind of desire. And Elijah says, "You know what? I want a double portion. I want, I want, it. I want it all. What you have, I want more. How many want more in this place? Hallelujah! And God, I want more of you. I want, I want it all. I want the whole enchilada. Let me tell you, I can't just eat half an enchilada. I got to eat it all. Got to eat it all. Come on, rice and beans." Beans and rice and Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Second Kings chapter 2, verse 10, Elijah said, he made a difficult request. If you can see me when I'm taken from you, then it'll be yours. But if you don't see me, it won't happen. In other words, he was saying, uh, you know what? In order to receive it, you need to be around. 
In order to receive it, you're not going to get it at home, amen, on a Sunday morning, amen. You're not going to get it home on a Wednesday night, amen. You need to be around in order if you want the double portion, amen. You need to be around where God is at and where God is moving, imparting from one person to another. If you really want the double portion. It has to be a desire, church. Paul says, I have a desire to be with you so I can impart a spiritual gift that you may be established. See, I'm here to give you what I got. I'm here to give and impart in something that's been imparted in me. Why? You can be established. Why? You can be strong. not here to see what one person is wearing today. Got to go see her haircut. She said she got a new haircut, you know. Got to check out that hair. Got to see that new dress. Amen. Got to have a desire to be here. See, when Jesus confronted Saul on the road to Damascus, he placed his spirit within him, making him the great apostle Paul. Jesus imparted something spiritual inside of him. And those who followed Paul, those who were discipled by Paul, had Paul's spirit, just like Timothy and Titus. There was a, an impartation, discipleship. Come on, this is how our church is made, discipleship. We need to go back to discipleship. We need to go back into impartation. We need to go back to those times sitting around a table drinking some coffee and imparting something into somebody. So why? So they can be established. So they can be strengthened. Amen. They can grow strong in the Lord. We need each other. Amen. Come on. Don't stay home moping and crying. Amen. Saying no one loves you. Why? You're not even around no one. And when they do go knock at your door, you hide. Well, come on, brother. Come on, brother Derry. You're going to have to take brother Dan's place somewhere, man. I need somebody to go, yes. Come on. Come on. Preach it, pastor. Come on and bring it, pastor. Come on. Come on. Bring me up, amen. Come on. Impartation. Well, there it goes. See, I can be preaching here, well, and I'll be like this. See how much fun it is being together? Now, you do that at home alone, you're, you're, you're a freak. Can't practice that at home. Church, there is a dimension beyond flesh and bones, beyond our abilities, beyond music or anything that we do. It is the spirit, listen, it is the spirit that makes truths and revelations come to life. The truth and revelations of God come to life. It's through the spirit. This is the very essence of disciple-making. 
That's why disciple making exists. It's its, it's, its nature, amen. Its nature is through impartation. In Numbers chapter 4, 24, NIV says, uh, but, but because my servant Caleb has a different spirit and follows me wholeheartedly, I will bring him into the land he went into and his descendants will inherit it. Come on, you see, there was a difference between Caleb and those that were perishing in the wilderness. And we'll call them the wanderers. I wonder, man, there's so many Christians that are wanderers. They're going to church, but they're wandering, amen. They're not where the Spirit is. They're not getting any impartation, amen. They're just wandering through the desert. Wandering through their walk with God, uh, wandering through their life, amen, where it should be the greatest time of our life, amen, because Jesus saved us. Uh, something happened inside of us, amen, yet we're wandering uh, just like if we're in the world on drugs. Jesus saved us from those things. We shouldn't be lost if Jesus is inside our lives. Come on, we should be found. Didn't, weren't we found? We were lost, but now we are found, church. Uh, we're no longer wanderers. There's promises to us, but there's principles that are attached to those promises to be released. You've got to be where it's at to catch it. There has to be an impartation. Caleb, had, Caleb and Joshua had a different spirit from all those wanderers, all the complainers. There was something imparted to them from Moses. They, they took that. They ran with it. What's imparted with you, do you run with it? She was talking about running with it last night. Amen. Are you running what's been imparted to you? You got to grab a hold of it, church. You got to be where it's at to catch it. Impartation is vital in disciple making. Listen, if you want to last, how many want to last? How many want to last? Amen. How many want to finish their race? Amen. Come on, how many, really, come on. If you really want to last, you've got to have a different spirit. And that spirit comes by a way of impartation. This is more than a program, church. It's more than a seven-week course. It's more than, you know, five, five classes to this and makes you this. No, no, it has to be more than that. It's a spiritual impartation. And I'm not making fun of any classes or 10-week or courses that we have in our churches, but they're not to replace discipleship. It's all knowledge. It has to be more personal. The Spirit of God came upon Moses in a special way. When Moses needed more leadership to help him, amen, God took his spirit that was upon Moses and he imparted it into 70 leaders. It was a spirit that made the difference in their lives. Why? Because they were established. They grew stronger and they were strengthened. Discipleship is more than a program about a relationship with Jesus that goes beyond a human dimension. Don't get caught up in religion. Don't get caught up in church going. As Pastor Jason Neville say in his song, too much religion makes you what? A pigeon, hallelujah. Did you mark that down? <laughs> you can take a picture too. 
Don't get caught up in just coming to church, church. Don't be caught up, amen, just showing up. Don't be caught up, amen, just coming on a Sunday. Don't just caught up, amen, coming up and showing up, amen. You need to be imparted, amen. You need to come with a desire that says, God, I want some change. God, I want to be better. God, I want to be a better man of God. Come on, am I talking to anyone in this house? Come on, don't be this. I'm not talking about Jason, Pastor Jason, amen. <laughs> don't be this. No, don't, don't be the statement. Be the man behind the statement. Hallelujah. Come on, let's not just, just let's not just talk. Let's be church. Did you hear me? Let's not just talk. Let's be. Let's be the church. The ch- this is not the church. You are the church. Let's be the church. Let's be who we need to be. So it's our relationship with Jesus that transforms our, our character. That, and, it, and it brings divine impartation in our life. The cool part is that, 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 that we can witness it when it happens. Just like last night. There was an impartation, amen. Something took place. People were filled with the Holy Ghost. People started talking in tongues, amen. There was an impartation, amen. And the cool thing is you can't catch that at home. You had to be right there at the moment when you saw it. Like, God, you're doing something. You're imparting something from someone to somebody. Amen. And there's something there. And you start to see the dynamics of God. Understand, this is a God thing. It wasn't a Joanna thing. <laughs> Seen a Pastor Art thing. It's a God thing. I don't know how it happens. I don't know what, how it does that, but it does. God is God. And you cannot see the dynamics of God away. You've got you to be caught up in it in order to catch it, in order to receive it. Something is released. See, when there's an impartation, we come out a little stronger. Can somebody say Amen. We can get strengthened. Didn't you ladies get strengthened through this weekend? Come on, we have some testimonies here. And I know there's a lot of testimonies. There was something different. I heard talks, amen, that, man, that was good. You know, what, what you saw here with Sister Charlene, that's an impartation of something in her life. That she was just sharing and saying, man. <sighs> and says, even Sister Jess, I, I don't know what to say. Thank you, Jesus. There's, sometimes you, these things that happen, you can't, you can't, there's not words to describe the goodness and the, the power and just the joy of the Holy Ghost when something's imparted inside of us that sometimes causes you just to, ah. You ever had an ah moment? Not ah, you got, something's hurting. I'm, I'm talking like, like, like oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus, where's Brother Dan at, amen, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Well, I, was, I missed the well right there, brother. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then you need some batteries or something, amen, hallelujah, come on. Well, there it is, hallelujah. 
Come on, there's something that happens when you gather together, amen. There's something different when we can come together. There has to be desire inside our lives. And you know what? I desire to go to church today. I desire to be around my brothers and sisters. I desire more of God in my life. God, I need to be where you're at. God, I got to be there. I want to catch it. I want to grab a hold of it. Why? If I can be established, I can be strong, and I can grow strong in you. God, I need to be there. I need an impartation. Impart what's inside of him, in me, inside of her, in me. God, I need to have what they got. Give me all you've got. You've got you to come with that desire. Say, God, I need something different. Come on, if you're going through struggles and, troubles and you're not, you feel weak, then you're, you're missing something. You need a different spirit. You need something different inside you that you got to think like the men and women of the past. That's why you got to read your word and see how are they strengthened. God, are you, you reading the word is to help you. It's not, it's not like a duty. Like, oh, i got to read the word. And that's how we are now today. We, it becomes a duty. It becomes a, it's an obligation. Oh, i got to read it. Yeah, I'm a leader. I have to. The word is for you. It's to help you. It's to impart in you, amen, that when you're going through some hard times, just like I was saying earlier about Facebook and moments that pop out, when you're going through that hard time because of that impartation, because you caught something at a moment in a service or at a conference, amen, all of a sudden it turns on and says, you know what, God, I am established. God, I am strong. Why am I crying here? You're a good God. You came through again. You'll come through again, again, and again, and again, church. Come on, God. God, your word just comes to life because something was imparted in you. But if you're not making any deposits, you can't do any withdrawals, church. You got to be part where it's at to catch it. Come on, don't be a spectator. Don't be coming here and it's more important what you got to put on Facebook right now instead of hearing what you need to hear. Come on, come to church. Some of you guys just take some shots here. Look, proof. <laughs> I'm in the background. I was there. Don't get caught up in all that. You're going to miss what God wants to impart. See, the focus is right now is right here. The focus is this is his time and hour. You, you struggle with that. There's a struggle there. He tells the disciples, you know what? Why don't you just pray for this one hour? I'll, I'll be right back. And we can't even do that. They were on Facebook. They're on Instagram. Snapchat. Nipnap, whatever they're called, amen. Kit Kat. <laughs> Chit chat, that's for the older people, amen. <laughs> Catch on chit-chat, girl. <laughs> you got to be around where it's at, church. We can get caught up in the religious world. We, miss, we can miss out what God wants to impart in us. See, all of us, if we're really honest, there's something lacking in all of us. Come on, we all lack a spiritual dimension in our lives that we can be better at. Right? 
Come on, just like Paul said, I haven't arrived. I, I don't got it together. But one thing I do, I forget my past, and I keep my eyes on the prize. I, I, I go forward. I go forward to get what? More impartation. I go forward to be where it's at for I can catch it. I get involved. I, I, don't, I have not arrived. I got to be where it's at to catch it. Why? That we can come out a little stronger. That we can be strengthened. And we can become established. You got to be an established Christian today. Or disciple. Really disciple. An established disciple of Jesus Christ. I think that's what lacks in the church today. That we don't have a desire to be that. We want to show up. Do our thing. Show our... Whatever we're doing, amen, get caught up in the religion, get caught up in going to church only. And we're not even getting involved. You know, we look like we're busy, but we're really not. Because they, when you're established, when you're strong in the Lord and you're a strong disciple, and there's something coming out of you. You want to impart it to somebody. You want to share it to somebody. It opens your eyes to see those that are struggling. You say, God, I got something that's inside of me that I can give to them so they can be established. There has to be a desire, church, to just come and catch it, be around it. Impartation is needed in our lives if we are going to be still. That, that, those two words there are powerful words if you allow it to become part of your life. It become part of your, that's written on the tablets of your heart. God, I need to be still. God, I need to be still. And I, can, I need to know that you're God. You're going to work through the situation as you always have. I need some impartation, oh Lord. I need a spiritual dimension in my life that makes me a little stronger. That helps me to be a little bit more established. I lack that church. I need that God. I need to be around it in order to receive it, in order to catch it. It's like going to a game and you're watching the game and everybody's just watching the game. And if you're in La La Land, like, And then some awesome play just took place, and it was, ah, when I miss. <laughs> you missed it. You can show it on instant replay again. It, it, it doesn't, it's not the same as seeing it live and seeing that, that thing happen live. You, see, because people talk about it, and they start changing the story. <laughs> right? Yeah, you should have seen it, you know. No, all it was God just moved. Oh, yeah, you know, the, the roof came down. And it was crazy, man. They start adding to it and start taking away the dynamics of God sometimes to make it more personal of their own way of looking at things. But if you're there, it's just sometimes a wow moment. Sometimes you got to say, you should have been there. It was, I, I can't even explain it. Wow, that's. It sucks. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Next time you won't miss it. 
what happened at church today? I tell people, you should have been there. I'm going to tell you what church is about, man. Just be there. But it was good. I'll leave you with that. It was good. Well. <laughs> you can't, you, you're not going to catch it away from this church. You've got to be where it's at. Man, God's doing some great things here. Do you see it? Do you see it? We've already begun doing the good things, but some of us are so blind, we're, we're not even seeing God do things. It's like he said, and the prophet told me, you know what? Tell the children, God's about to do something new. Don't you see it? It's already begun. Church, this has begun a long time ago, but a lot of you guys are not seeing it. Because you're not being, you're not allowing the spiritual partition to really grow in your life. And when you start to grow in that, let me tell you, being strong and established feels a lot better than being weak and not established. Because if you're that kind of Christian, your journey with God's going to suck at times. And the devil's going to lie to you, where's your God at? Oh, what, what, what's, it's, it's supposed to be better and your marriage is supposed to be better. Your finances, what's happening? And you can't blame it on God. you got to blame it on you. Because you weren't around to catch it sometimes. God, this, is, this has to be till he comes back, church. Come on, it's not just, man, that was a great week. Come on, let's make it a great year. Let's make it a great years. Come on, I'm telling you, great years. I'm having a great time doing what I'm doing. Why? Because I'm established. I'm strong. Do I get hit? Yeah. But let me tell you, I got a God behind me that reminds me, I'm right here, son. Keep swinging. Keep swinging. Keep swinging. You know where you're aiming at. Come on, we don't just fight like this. There's a lot of Christians fighting like that. You, Jesus. We know what we're aiming for, church. When we're established, we, we, we know how to die. We know how to hit. We know how to, what, what, what? Don't make me, don't make me Bruce Lee you right now. When you're established, you're confident. Even when it gets a little stormy, even when things start to hit your life, there's a confidence that rises up in you. You're ready to fight. You're ready. To, you know what to do. That's what we need to be. But there has to be a desire in order to have that established inside of you. Because now that's why I can say, God, that's all right. I've been in it for a long time, and you've proven your faithfulness to me time and time. Great is his faithfulness. His promise still stands in my life. I hold on to the very promises. Are you still holding on to what God has spoken over you? Or you should have let it go because you haven't seen it come to pass. I'm going to hold on to it because this word's true. And time is in his hands. I'm just going to be established, have a good time, and have fun. And when it comes, boom! Oh, it's just a lot more better. Because it comes right at the right moment when you need it. But you've got to have a desire. You've got to have a desire. So I close today. 
disciple making is a transfer of the spirit of the anointing the grace from one to another impartation in the Bible destiny, direction, anointing, maturity ministry is transferred it's imparted you see the, the, the impartation of ministries throughout the throughout the walk from, from Moses to Joshua to Caleb. It's something that, that keeps us going. Something that was imparted for me, uh, for my, my, my impartation, for my brethren. Amen. Uh, coming to me and me imparting to you. It, it keeps going on, church. This is discipleship. It's not church. not religion. Discipleship. Discipleship is not a method or a program, not even a teaching or a preaching of the Word of God. All those, all those are involved. It's the transmission and the impartation of life to life that makes disciples. Like I said, truth is more caught than taught. You have to be around. Amen. Amen.